Boom. All right. Are you an attorney or a lawyer and you're looking to get some more cases? You just don't know how to find them. Well, we got a good episode for you. Let's get that question answered on today's show. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real-life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Pros! Ladies and gentlemen, we got an exceptional guest with us today, an expert from a groundbreaking legal case acquisition marketing company. With a decade of experience in legal in the legal industry, our guest company is transforming the way lawyers nationwide connect with qualified claimants for mass tort cases. Leveraging cutting-edge technology, data, transparency, they provide an efficient and effective process for their clients. If you're a lawyer or law firm seeking innovative solutions to acquire qualified claimants for your for your uh, for you're in for a treat. Sometimes I stumble on my words. Let's divide, let's dive into this world of performance-based mass torts with our guest, Mr. Sebastian Westbury. Sebastian, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Hernan. It's a pleasure to be here. All right, man, let's dive into this uh, marketing. There's so many different aspects that you can go into. And I believe uh, mainly because I literally do a podcast where we create marketing content for our entrepreneurs all the time, uh, that it's the way of the future. You have to create content. You have to have some sort of way to attract customers, especially for these niches like your, like your specific niche. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got into this space? I can for sure tell you about that. I'm, I'm sure I could talk for hours about marketing as well. Um, I started my journey, um, as a media buyer back in 2014, 2015, running e-commerce products, uh, sales on Facebook media, Facebook business manager. Um, and then I progressed into uh, legal mass tort marketing where I w- was generating leads, which is, uh, people generate or people filling out, uh, form fills on landing pages or direct Facebook forms. Um, I was consulting for a lot of different, uh, mass store law firms, uh, directly. Um, and then, uh, that's where I met my two current partners, Paulie Singh and, and John Colantoni. Um, and, uh, we had the ability to generate more cases and more leads than our firms that we were working with at the time could handle. So back in the summer of, of 2020, just when COVID hit, um, everybody was, was really thinking that, you know, life was over. Uh, and, 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 and what to do with their life. Um, and uh, we, the three of us, gave ourselves one day to feel that way. And then we came back and said, how can we really maximize this current market situation? Um, no one's going to start a company right now, we said to ourselves. And um, everyone's going to be nervous about you know, macroeconomics uh, and just sit on their couch watch, watching Target King if you remember, uh, all day long. Um, and instead of doing that same thing, we took every dollar that we had and, and started toward experts to democratize access to justice and use the current or the market situation at the time with COVID uh, to our advantage. Uh, and that's exactly what we did. So uh, today we're over 40 employees. We have uh, both a marketing department and we have an intake department. 
And uh, we control the whole claimant journey, so to speak, from a lead clicks on an ad to they get to the landing page where they can fill out the lead form to they get pushed to our intake center, we get them on the phone, we qualify them, uh, and then they get a signed contract and we push them directly to the law firms. Um, so that's how I got into it and, and uh, how we've been successful and, and, and continue to be successful uh, with Tort Experts. That's good. One less thing. Thing that the uh, law offices, the attorneys have to deal with, because at the end of the day, they want to focus their attention on the case itself. But in order for their business to be successful, they need to have some sort of acquisition process. They need to find more cases. Otherwise, one case at a time is just not going to cut it for them. Uh, Tor Experts is a company you have. It disrupts uh, the whole legal case acquisition space. Literally, what you're doing with technology, data-driven approaches, you're able to bring these leads in. Can you share some some success stories? Because, I mean, when we tell people about the lead gen, sounds good. But the stories, I think, they make the big difference. This is where people can kind of relate to that stuff. So can you tell some of those stories where these innovations led to some successes for those law firms? I could talk about that all day long. Yeah. I mean, overall, to take a step back, what our differentiator with Tort Experts is we have a, a software that we built that's called the Tort Experts Brain. So when you run marketing in general, um, leads don't really hold any value. What holds value is the cases, right? Or the retainers, right? Or on the other side, if you're running e-commerce, if you're selling a t-shirt, if, if you're selling that to consumers, you want to know what does it cost me to generate a sale, right? And that's where we, uh, with our software, take that guesswork out of the acquisition. We uh, quote our clients up front with a guaranteed cost per case, true cost per case. Um, so if a law firm or a litigation funder has uh, $10 million to spend uh, and they have a certain amount of lawsuits they want to uh, deploy that capital into, um, we quote them a guaranteed cost per case. So they know even before the first dollar is deployed, what their cost per case is going to be. Uh, and that makes their life easier because they can really focus on what they do best, which is to either go counsel the cases, work up the cases, or play golf all day long. They know upfront what, what their cost per case is. Um, and um, our software basically, with all the different mediums that we have, where we can generate marketing from or leads from, from TV, traditional media, radio, to social um, native platforms, etc. Um, all those platforms goes into our software we, where we optimize based upon how many leads turn into cases, and then we optimize based upon the best quality of the case, those cases, as well as the best cost per case for our clients. You um, can't handle the truth! They, that, that the attorneys do need to know this case cost, because at the end of the day, Every case is different. The, the, the administrative cost for any case, I mean, I've been watching and I've been stuck on this program on Netflix called Suits, right? It's all about the attorneys. Great show, by the way. But some of these cases get closed really quick. Some of them get settled really quickly. And some of them can take a lot of time for those cases to go through. Um, your software, what you're saying, literally kind of lays out the administrative cost so that an attorney can look at this lead and say, look, this is something I definitely can handle or this is something I need to pass on. That, that is, Am I hearing you correctly? So, so in advance, they, they know how many cases they're going to get, which is really what it's all about. So in, instead of just going out and deploying, you know, X amount of dollars to a company that charges a marketing fee, 15%, 20%, or even just acquire a thousand leads where they don't know how many will convert into cases, 
what we do is one side is we're not a one trick pony. We're not just running Facebook. We're not just running TV. We deploy the capital across all the different mediums and optimize best upon the best placements and the best quality of the cases. What they, uh, why, why we're so successful and why we've uh, excelled uh, so much in the last three or four years is we quote them up front. So if they have a million dollars to spend on lawsuit X, um, we quote them up front and say, hey, you're going to get, based on your criteria, your questionnaire uh, and the budget, you're going to get X amount of cases for that million dollars. So they can go back to their investors or to their balance sheet or to their budget sheet and put in that cost immediately because they're going to get those those cases in versus just deploying a million dollars and not really knowing how many cases they will get. Uh, I, I use the, the e-commerce example a lot when I'm on these podcasts because that, that makes more sense from, from people not familiar with the mass sort space. So if you're selling a T-shirt to a client that buys that T-shirt for $100, your overhead is, let's say, $50, right? So you make $50 per uh, T-shirt you sell. If I go to you and say, hey, I know your overhead is $50, I can sell you these uh, or I can get you clients in the door to buy your T-shirt for $25 per uh, buy. That would mean your overall cost by paying me $25 would be $75. There would be absolutely no risk for you because you would have a cost of $75, $50 overhead and $25 to me. And then you would make a guaranteed $25 per buy I'm sending your way. And that's exactly what we're doing with law firms nationwide as well as litigation funders. We take that guesswork out of it and quote them up front so they can get a guaranteed cost per client up front or a possible client up front. So this is this is where you're literally disrupting the market because most of the agencies are going to charge you a flat rate. And really what they're charging you for is the media buy, right? They're charging for the ad spend. They're charging for buying on uh, keywords or whatever it is. And oftentimes it doesn't guarantee a result and the customer gets upset. The price is wrong, bitch. Right. And so because of that aspect, you guys have kind of twisted it around and said, look, we're going to take on the risk. We know we're good at this media buying process. We know that our system works exceptionally well. So we're just going to charge you on a per case basis. So so attorneys can say, OK, well, how many cases can I take on? They're going to buy those essential cases from you. And that's how you guys are, are operating. Am I hearing it correctly? That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and what we did initially because of our experience in the industry is we focused on solving a problem. So the problem we're solving is people or attorneys uh, or funders or any type of clients that we work with don't know what their cost per case is up front. So we solve that problem immediately by quoting a guaranteed cost per case, as well as on the other side, with all the plaintiffs or possible plaintiffs we send to our clients, we democratize access to justice. So that's really our North Star because we want to make sure we can help people in need that may not realize they have a case to connect them to uh, the, the attorney that they need for, for their current situation. All right. Well, I know being in this space that not all leads are the same, right? Not all cases I'd imagine are the same. So your your platform also has great technology that plays a huge role in in basically determining which cases are which. If a if a lawyer's going to come in and pay per case, do you know kind of upfront based on the data, maybe based on the analytics, maybe some of the uh, identifying uh, features of the case? 
that this is actually going to be a case that they're buying that is uh, that that can be profitable versus uh, maybe some small case that doesn't make sense for them or or you know it might be a case it just might not fit their criteria. Can you kind of go into how that detailed approach make ensures that the attorney gets a case that fits their demographic or their particular niche? For sure. Yeah. So what happens is if a law firm comes to us and say and says uh, we want to deploy a million dollars into lawsuit X. Most of the times, because of our volume and current iteration, we get a lot of deal flow. So nine out of 10 times, we're, we're already running that lawsuit and can compare their criteria that they uh, think is going to be best fitted for their uh, budget to what we're currently running. Most times it's the same or it's very similar. So we can compare what we're running right now successfully to what we could run with them and scale up our marketing. That one out of 10 times where we don't run the campaign currently, then we have a tremendous uh, internal marketing department that goes out and do a very thorough, does a very thorough analysis of the market, compares it to competitors, uh, compares it to the criteria, compares it to the demographic that we're looking for to acquire leads and cases for. And then based upon that analysis, we go out and actually take the risk on us and say, based upon our analysis of lawsuit X, the budget, the criteria, the questionnaire, then we can guarantee you a cost per retainer of, of X. Um, and that's really where our differentiator is because most attorneys or most funders don't have that infrastructure to upfront uh, tell their investors or co-counsel that this is the expected range of a cost per case. Um, so we take that risk on us uh, and, and fulfill the client. E even if sometimes if it's at a loss, then we, we take that risk on us. And that's also why all our clients really love working with us because there's no risk on their end. All right, you got me sold. If I'm an attorney, this totally makes sense. I'm buying basically, I'm buying the cases that I need. I know what my cost is up front. It totally makes sense. You're doing the research to give me the clients that I'm looking for. You got me. I surrender to your will. However, let's flip this on the other side. Now, as the customer, as the client, so the one who's actually needing the legal services, is there any vetting or anything that has to happen for a for a law firm or an attorney to come work with you so that I can kind of ensure my like me as the consumer going through your process that I'm going to get an attorney that actually is going to help me either win my case or at least give me the best chance of winning my case? For sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the first step, even before they fill out the form, is ensuring compliance and ethics are, are on point. And that's really because of the growth we're seeing in the industry is to make sure you work with a marketing team and marketing firm that runs uh, compliant and ethical advertising. Because there are many companies out there that don't really take pride in running ethical and compliant advertising. So that's step one. So after step one, once you're running that that marketing and you're generating those leads that turn into cases we have a, a very extensive qc process that both disqualified leads up front so that means if we're seeing leads that you know and i hate to say this but don't have the qualifying injury type or don't have the qualifying cancer type then we let them know up front in real time based upon their answers on the lead form that we are not the right partner uh, or the right law firm for them uh, but there's other law firms out there that may be able to take their case. That's one side. The other side is if they qualify based upon the correct injury type or cancer type or campaign specific questions, 
Then we uh, send them directly to our intake that calls them up and does a very thorough uh, intake and questionnaire script. So they go through all, all the way from, you know, 70 to sometimes 200 questions to make sure it's a qualified and valid case. And those calls may be anywhere from 30 minutes all the way up to four hours, depending on the lawsuit. So that's how we, we QC it up front. And then the third step is once they qualify, then we sent them a, a, a contract agreement that uh, they sign. Um, and based upon the answers on that uh, contract, the fourth and final step is once they filled out that contract and signed it, then our team QCs it an extra time just to ensure because the value for us is the value for our client. We only provide assets to our clients. We're not in the business of providing claimants or, or, or cases or possible cases that aren't valid. So we QC them a fourth, uh, an extra time just to make sure all the information is, is accurate. Uh, all, all the call recordings and everything is accurate before we push it over to, to the clients. So that's how we vet and, and really make sure that the quality of, of the cases and the products that we give our clients is, is valid and, and, and has a value. All right, let me ask you about the branding aspect of this because I know personally over here, I'm in San Diego, California, so we got Battle Ferguson. They have the, the bulldog that's branded everywhere. We got uh, Omni King uh, over here. He, I see all this stuff. Now, when you talked about media buying and, and, and spending some of this money for different placements, uh, part of that is also the brand that kind of helps grow what their their, uh, their law firm all together. And so I'm kind of wondering uh, when when you're working with an agency like that, how much of their time is going to go into maybe you know hopping behind a camera, taking these pictures, uh, putting creating some some content so that you guys can create the media the media buys that will not only attract the client but also build the brand. Is brand building essentially uh, one of those big components in working with an agency like yours? That's a very good question, and and um, the the simple answer is it, it doesn't have any value whatsoever, and the reason for that is most because or most law firms in the U.S. and there are so many most plaintiffs or people American people don't know the local you know Florida law office. There there are so many unless you're one of the top one or two law firms like Morgan and Morgan or or others that brand value doesn't really have any value by putting them in the ads. As a matter of fact, it actually hurts the ads by putting in a brand because that adds more questions to the people filling out the forms. Who is that attorney? Is that a good attorney? How many people do they have on staff? What previous cases have they run, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So what we found by split testing and testing this tremendously and still continue to test that is we have a generic brand that we use that is a marketing brand uh, and, and we are completely compliant in terms of letting them know that this is the marketing arm and not the law firm. Um, and that way there's no un unnecessary questions that come up front. And if they may have any questions, the intake representative can address those on the call, which they most times actually do. Um, so, so that's the, the simple answer. Unless you, you're a top tier law firm with a very large uh, brand awareness, uh, you know, scale, uh, it doesn't really have any value. It, it hurts the campaign overall.
So if I'm a if I'm a newer attorney getting started um, and I want to kind of take advantage of this, is this something that I can definitely benefit from, or are you targeting more larger uh, larger agencies, larger law firms? We're we're helping any law firm out there from the you know smaller local uh, law office that just got a large settlement in or verdict in to we we also work with some of the largest law firms in the U.S. and, and Actually, because of our software and because of all the data that we generate, the more firms we work with, the more leads and cases we generate, the better our pixel and our data gets because the better we can optimize. So if we have or are generating a thousand cases one month and then the next month is generating 3000 cases, the better we can optimize those campaigns for all the clients that we work with. So the more clients we have, the better it gets for everybody. So do you have any uh, promo specials or anything like that that um, can kind of get people to, to come and, and try your software? What's that process like if people do want to take advantage of this? I mean, it totally makes sense to me to buy per case versus uh, a mass marketing spend. What can we expect as far as that process to get started, to get rolling? What, what's that process like? So um, the process is to reach out to me directly and I can get you in touch with my team to get started, depending on the budget and depending on the lawsuit or depending on if you're just looking to explore the mass tort or personal injury space. We can set up a free uh, consultation with me directly or one of my uh, sales team members to either educate you about the mass tort or PI case acquisition space uh, completely free. Um, and aside from that, we can uh, void uh, the minimum spend we have of uh, 50000 So if you're looking to get into the mass source space, we're happy to have that conversation with you to educate you and, and, and tell you how we work differently than all other marketing firms out there. And if, if somebody's uh, more on the newer side, they want some of these DIY type strategies, do you have any tips or, or actionable strategies that smaller law firms can use to kind of acquire some customers, get to the level where they can hire a team like yours? Yes, I, I would say I speak at most of the larger conferences where I actually educate people on how to do this themselves at a smaller scale. Uh, if they're looking to do this themselves, I would say make sure you do your due diligence in terms of what platforms would be successful depending on the demographic and depending on your budget. If you're looking to get into uh, a lawsuit that's rather new, um, and has a younger demographic uh, and has some volume behind it, it makes sense to uh, review your Facebook or social media strategy and deploy most of your budget there. Versus if you're looking to get into a more mature lawsuit that's been ongoing for a few years where claimants has already been either filed or there's been some bellwether trials or even settlements or maybe verdicts, um, look into the demographic and make sure you place your budget correctly. And whereas younger audiences may be suited for social media, older audiences or demographics may tend to convert better and provide better quality and quantity on traditional media like radio and TV. Um, so I would say that the first thing is to make sure you analyze the lawsuit and the demographic and place your budget correctly. And then make sure um, that you either consult uh, the right uh, people in terms of getting this started, make sure you have the right creative and the right assets to start, and then slowly ramp up yourself because uh, the, the Facebook side of things is not as um, tough to set up for, for uh, depending on the budget 
it just requires to make sure that that you have the time and energy to really run this these campaigns efficiently yeah the the uh the setup is definitely a lot easier to do uh the ad spends a little bit different the creative is always the part where i think people fall off right the the technical aspect of place ad placements and your demographics up that i think can you can kind of figure out but the creative that's where all of a sudden we draw a blank you got any helpful hints on what uh what types of creatives tend to work best i tend to see some some attorneys tend to show different accidents and they create an engagement like whose fault was was it right? And you kind of are creating that interaction and building that following, uh, building that brand on social media. Is it something like that or more along the lines of I've seen, you know, have you been in an accident? Do you suffer these particular things? Reach out to us. What kind of creative do you find tends to work best? Overall, what we find is because we deal with real people and most times people that really suffer, right? And people that's been through horrible um, you know, chemotherapy or, or injuries that we can't even imagine or even abuse that we can't even imagine. Um, overall, our strategy is to apply empathy to our case journey and lead journey, right? And what does that mean? That means that uh, instead of us generating leads and just looking at it from a data perspective, we apply empathy up front on that lead journey, both in the creative, but also in the headline and in the text. This is real people we're dealing with, right? Aside from that, the key thing, and I wanna put you know, two lines under this, is, is to split test and to test every single small detail, whether it's the color on the, on the actual creative, you know, yellow versus green, or even the landing page, you know, testing the, the headline or testing how much text you have on there. Test how many questions you have on the landing page. Test how many uh, people fall out off the lead form. Test how many people scroll through your ad, your ad without looking to test the click-through rate. Check, uh, test the CTA, the call to action button, color, text, etc. cetera. Uh, and depending on the results, make sure you allocate your budget towards the best converting uh, ads creatives and assets overall. All right, Sebastian, I got one more question for you. Um, I have 17 year old high school students that are, that are listening and um, there are different career paths that they can take. One of the options is a career path similar to yours, which could be marketing and finding business for existing customers. You're literally doing that. You're helping attorneys and law firms get customers. What advice or, or feedback would you give a 17-year-old kid who doesn't know what they're going to do career-wise and might be considering doing something in the marketing space? That's a good question. Um, this is the first time I've gotten that question. I mean, let, let, let me take a step back and, and, and say, and I assume they're listening right now, um, some people chase money, um, some people chase dreams, uh, some people even chase fantasies. Uh, what I've always done is I chase freedom. Um, I bike to work every day. I don't, I couldn't care less about money. I care about freedom. And and what I want to do is I want to stretch my hands and I don't want to have any walls whatsoever. Um, I want to stand as, I'm a pretty tall guy. I'm 6'4". I want to stand as tall as I, I can, possibly can, um, and be as far from that mental ceiling as, as possible. Um the ultimate freedom for, for me, and, and if I was talking to my 17-year-old self, uh, is to make sure not just myself, 
but everybody around me has that same length and breadth of freedom. Um, and everybody can dream as vast and as, po as possible that they, they can. Um, and that's really freedom to me at this point. And it, if I'm talking to 30, 17 year old students, you know, no matter what direction you're taking, make sure you find that North star and chase that, whether it's money, dreams, fantasies, make sure you, you chase that with all you got. Oh, and that's it, right? It's, it's easier said than done, I think, oftentimes. But at the end of the day, if you know where you're going, the obstacles that get in front of you, you're going to overcome them because it's just one thing that's standing in front of your way from getting to that dream that you want to get. Loved it. Sebastian, thank you very much for coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in law space, you're looking for some more cases, make sure you guys go to torexperts.com, torexperts.com, and check out what Sebastian has to offer, like literally buying cases. You don't have to worry about ad spend and figuring out how much you're going to spend on Facebooks and where. Let the experts in marketing deal with that. You do what you do best, which is handle the cases. So one more time, torexperts.com, torexperts.com. Sebastian, thank you for being on the program today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast, but not just any podcast, podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.